Once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast and I'm the host and founder, Sean Hubbard. Um, I'm not going to lie, this special episode is going to have a different vibe. Just last night I debuted a awesome show with my guest, RJ of the Ringside Rant, as we discuss the illustrious history of WWE's Monday Night Raw. And basically, you know, I want you guys to check that out. But, you know, usually I would not have another show for a little while. The next show was scheduled to come out in November. I'm going to be working again with my good friend Conrad of Everything Pro Wrestling, as well as RJ once again from the Ringside Rant. But I'm coming out with this particular show on on the last minute. So excuse if the production value is different. Um... I gotta be honest, like no entrance music this week or this particular show. Um, I will give a shout out to Alex Bonamarte and Hoskrea.com. Make sure you reach out to Hoskrea.com for all your web development and web platforming needs. But this 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 show is different. I'm gonna tell you why. Last night was the debut of SmackDown on Fox. Okay, it was a really good show. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. But I was disgusted by one part in particular, which is the reason why I'm basically putting this show together. I want to thank my uh, my team for helping me put this together at the last minute. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. I- I've never been more disgusted with, with WWE. Um, everybody who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of WWE, even though I haven't been as of late. But I, I felt like they were turning the corner. Um, love Becky Lynch. I like the fact that The Rock showed up. Very cool of him. Uh, I think even Baron Corbin, who's been on my nerves. My, my boy Cass of uh, Bodyslam.net always said that Baron Corbin was better than I thought. And last night he did a good job in the role that he was supposed to be in as being kind of like the whipping boy for Becky Lynch and The Rock. I thought he played a good heel last night. Uh, and I like him as king. I never thought I'd say that, but... I like him as King of the Ring. I love the match between Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey. Uh, the interaction between Seth and The Fiend was cool. Um, even, you know, Braun Strowman teasing a fight with uh, the lineal boxing heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, Tyson Fury was kind of fun. But um, the reason I'm putting this show together on the last minute and want to get it out to the masses because I want my emotions to be fresh. I was going to do it like immediately last night, but I wanted to kind of sleep on it and get an idea of where I really was at when I woke up today. And I feel the exact same way, if not even more angry than I did last night. Uh, and I want y'all to know this is not a work. This is not me playing a character. Y'all know I keep it real all the time. Obviously, my vibe is a little less jovial right now because quite frankly I'm I'm pissed off. Um y'all also know that I don't cuss like that. That's not really my vibe. I don't cuss. But I will say that last night's ending of, of SmackDown was was complete BS. And I'm certainly not talking about uh, you know, the interaction between, you know, the two UFC guys. That was cool. But I'm I'm talking about um, you know, cause Kane Velasquez and you know, Brock squaring off would be kind of cool. You know, obviously they fought each other in UFC. And 
you know, them coming together in WWE would be good mainstream market stuff, especially with the move to Fox because uh, Fox is trying to present it. And, and I love the fact that they're presenting SmackDown more like a sporting event, you know. Um, Aaron Andrews, I like Aaron Andrews from Fox. Just don't use the word posse, please. Like, that was kind of a sore subject for me, but I'm 99% sure she didn't mean anything by it. But just don't use posse. Anything but posse. <laughs> you know, posse has a negative connotation sometimes. But um, anyway, overall, great show. Um, but it was brought down about 10 notches for me. Um, and I think y'all know what I'm going to talk about. Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, WWE Championship. I'm furious. Um, as I said earlier, always had a dream of working for WWE. That dream is somewhat shifted. Would love to work for AEW, Ring of Honor, um, you know, Impact. Um, WWE still, because they're number one. And I do believe one day I'll get that call. But today I, I just, I'm disgusted. And, I, and I'm being so genuine when I say this. That's why there, you know, there was no entrance music to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast this week. Or for this particular show. There was last night. For last night's show. Once again, check out that show I did with RJ as my guest from Ringside Rain as we talk about the history of Raw. Really excellent show. Just posted it last night. But uh, I'm doubling up with this episode because I want I want to just explain to y'all how, how furious I am about how SmackDown and its main event played out. The main event was Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar. I predicted Kofi would win. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Uh, I've been right before. I'll be right again. Last night I was wrong. No problem with that. I knew I was kind of sticking my neck out thinking that Kofi would win. The odds are that Brock was going to win. No problem. But the way he won was absolutely disgusting and disgraceful. And it completely blows my mind that people that I respect in this industry, like Vince McMahon, and, and, and whoever else, I don't want to call anybody out definitively and say who made the decision of that going down the way it went down. But it's common knowledge who the writers are. I mean, um, whether it's Vince himself, whether it's Triple H, I wouldn't think it was Triple H. I'm hoping it wasn't Triple H. But whether it was Vince McMahon, whether it was Bruce Pritchard, whether it was Bischoff, Heyman, whoever made the choice to have Kofi go down and eight nine seconds should be slapped in the face literally uh i'm totally disgusted um i'm disgusted for more reasons than one and and i'm gonna go into them right now first and foremost everybody right now be like oh stop being so sensitive about the kofi thing we got kofi as champion at wrestlemania has been champion uh for all these months you know what were you gonna expect i don't care if kofi was champion for 10 years which obviously wouldn't be the case. I'm being facetious when I say that. But I don't care how long Kofi's been champion. First of all, Kofi deserved to be WWE champion or be in that picture for years before he was. And let's not act like WWE and the powers that be at WWE had the foresight to put Kofi in this position. That's bullcrap, and you know it. Complete bullcrap. Kofi Kingston got put in that position because another great athlete, Ali, And I hope he gets his opportunity again soon because Ali is a very talented guy. But the only reason Kofi got his chance after 11 years to be a WWE champion or be in that conversation is because Ali got hurt. And when Ali got hurt, 
WWE scrambled. They put Kofi in the gauntlet match. Kofi, basically for an hour, showed the world exactly what he is. A phenomenal athlete, a a phenomenal storyteller, a phenomenal sports entertainer, a phenomenal wrestler. And he proved to the world he deserved to be there, which led to the, you know, uprising of support going through Elimination Chamber and and, and culminating in him winning at, at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. If WWE had had Kofi lose that match, it would have been a slap in the face, okay? It was similar to Daniel Bryan's rise in in 2014. So Kofi in 2019, he deserved it long before he got it. So let's not act like WWE were doing the right thing. WWE had no choice, okay? That's number one, all right? Kofi should have been where he was at at least three or four years ago, if not longer, okay? 11 years of excellent service, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame career. That's number one. Number two, Kofi uh, is a tremendous, like I said, wrestler and deserves better. How the hell are you going to sit up here and have Kofi Kingston lose in eight and a half seconds on the premiere of SmackDown? The whole world is watching. Casual fans were watching last night. Casual fans were looking to see The Rock. We're looking to see Hogan. We're looking to see Flair. We're looking to see Austin. Okay, casual fans who probably never seen professional wrestling before, casual fans who sometimes only tune in for events like WrestleMania, maybe SummerSlam, were watching SmackDown on Fox last night. If for if for nothing else to hear, if for nothing else to see, if for nothing else to experience what was going on on Fox that this show show was coming to Fox. Casual fans were watching. And you have Kofi go down in the main event in eight and a half seconds. Oh, people have been squashed by Brock Lesnar before. People have been squashed by Goldberg before. People have been squashed, period, before. I don't give a crap about what anybody says about people have been squashed before Kofi Kingston. Because nobody was squashed like Kofi Kingston in my recent memory. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Give me evidence. Give me proof. Hit me on Twitter at hub. That's H-U-B-B underscore wrestling. Okay, but I don't think I'm wrong. If you want to talk about Goldberg versus Kevin Owens in 2000, I believe 2017 or whatever it was leading into WrestleMania 33, I believe it was Fastlane when Goldberg squashed Kevin Owens. Okay, no problem. No problem. But you know something? At least Kevin Owens can say, I lost because I was distracted by Chris Jericho, which is when Goldberg hit me with the spear. Oh, well, Brock Lesnar squashed John Cena. John Cena was not really squashed by Brock Lesnar. If you want to be technical about him being squashed by Brock Lesnar back, I believe, in 2014 at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar beat the crap out of John Cena, but it was a match that lasted a significant amount of time. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm looking it up right now because I told you I'm putting this particular episode of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast together on the fly. Once again, thank you to my team for coming together to help me with this. At the last minute, I'm looking up SummerSlam right now from 2014. I'm looking up John Cena versus Brock Lesnar from 2014 at SummerSlam. The match lasted 16 minutes and 5 seconds. 16 minutes and 5 seconds. I don't care if Brock Lesnar hit 100 German suplexes and 55 F5s. The match lasted 16 minutes and 5 seconds. Kofi lost last night in 8 seconds. What are you talking about? 
How can you compare the two? Oh, well, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar himself has been squashed. Remember he got squashed by Goldberg? Let me look that up right now, too. Let me look that up, because like I said, I'm going on the fly. Not even prepared for this show. That's how pissed off I am right now. Okay? So let's look it up. Let's look up when Brock faced Goldberg, I believe, in 2016. Let's look at this right now. Let's look at Survivor Series 2016. Let's look at Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Okay? One minute, 26 seconds. One minute, 26 seconds. And if you talk about how Goldberg squashed uh, Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble that year, you're an idiot because it's an over-the-top road battle royal. Who cares? We're talking about one-on-one -on -one matches, people. Goldberg did squash Brock Lesnar, but it took him at least a spear and at least a jackhammer to get it done. WWE has basically slapped, or better yet, spit in Kofi Kingston's face. And I'm disgusted to sit here as a wrestling fan who knows that Vince McMahon is a genius. Let's call a spade a spade. Someone who's so smart can be so ignorant as to how they can disrespect someone who has beaten Randy Orton, who has beaten Daniel Bryan, who has beaten Samoa Joe, who has beaten Kevin Owens, who has beaten Dolph Ziggler. And you have him lose to Brock Lesnar in eight seconds. I don't care if, if Brock Lesnar was the second coming of like the Incredible Hulk. He shouldn't be beating Kofi Kingston, the WWE champion, on the debut edition of SmackDown on Fox, where the whole world is watching. He should not be beating him in eight seconds. What the hell are you thinking? How disrespectful can you be to one of your longest tenured, longest, best performing superstars in the history of your company? Not just this recent reign as WWE champion, but in many reigns as world tag team champion, intercontinental champion, United States champion. He's been nothing short of extraordinary for 11 years. The feud with Randy Orton in 2010 and 2019. It's a slap in the face. It's a slap in the face. Oh, well, Kofi got over on, on Randy Orton. Yeah, Kofi was being called stupid, 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 but he got the win. Yeah, he should have gotten the win. And I was excited to see Kofi beat Randy Orton at Night of Champions or Clash of Champions or whatever you want to call it. But for him to come into SmackDown, like I said, I can't stress this enough, ladies and gentlemen. Kofi Kingston was beaten by Brock Lesnar in eight or nine seconds. Let me look it up to make sure I'm 100% correct. But I believe it was eight or nine seconds. He got beat in that short amount of time when the whole world was watching. The whole world was watching. This wasn't a random Friday night SmackDown or back when it was on Tuesdays, Tuesday night SmackDown where maybe it could have slipped through the cracks. The entire world was watching. They had a freaking blue carpet, for God's sake. A pre-show. Aaron Andrews. Uh, Michael Strahan was in the, the build-up to the show. The, the Super Bowl champion from the New York Giants. 
The Rock was going to be there. That means movie people are going to be watching. Television people are going to be watching. Casual people who've never watched wrestling before were watching last night. And they saw a guy get beaten eight seconds. And you know what that does for Kofi Kingston? It makes him look weak. It makes him look like a pushover. It makes him look like a jobber. And it makes me sick. It makes me sick to see somebody like Kofi Kingston who has busted his behind all these years to be disrespected this way. It's a slap in the face. It's a slap in the face. And, I, and it makes me sick to my stomach. And as a black man, it makes me even more sick to my stomach. And I'm not going to get political on y'all. I'm not going to go to the race thing. But I will say this. Not a good look. Vince or whoever else is making the decisions. It's not a good look. And it makes me raise an eyebrow and wonder what the hell y'all are thinking. And it makes me raise an eyebrow and make me wonder how come Kofi couldn't have lost and been better looking while losing? How come Kofi couldn't have kicked out at least of one F5? Roman Reigns kicked out of seven. How come Kofi can't kick out of one? Oh, AJ Styles got beat with one F5. Yes, he did after he fought a match for, with, with Brock for 20 minutes. Daniel Bryan was in a match with Brock for 20 minutes. But Kofi only gets eight seconds? Eight seconds? It's disrespectful. It makes me sick to my damn stomach. And Vince McMahon, I don't know if you'll ever hear this. I don't know if you will ever hear this. But you should be ashamed of yourself on this morning. Saturday morning, October 5th, the night after your debut edition of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, where you should be on top of the world, and you probably are, because you don't give a damn what I think. You don't give a damn what the fans think. And let me tell you something else about the fans. Because I'm not an idiot. I'm not a mark when it comes to this business. I understand how these things work. Don't think I didn't hear the booze for Kofi coming out last night. I'm not saying that Kofi shouldn't have lost. Maybe the fun... And excitement of Kofi mania is starting to wear off. I recognize that. No problem. I am not an unreasonable person. I see the tea leaves. I see the writing on the wall. Okay. Maybe Kofi mania is coming to an end. I heard the booze at SummerSlam. No problem. No problem. If you want to take the belt off of Kofi, take the belt off of Kofi. If the excitement from Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania are starting to wane and starting to wear off, no problem. I understand how the business works. Put the belt on Brock. Put the belt on whoever you want. But treat Kofi with respect for the businessman and for the performer he's been for all these years. Do him better than what you did him last night, Vince McMahon, and the powers that be at WWE. Show that man respect enough to have him go down in five minutes or four minutes or one minute. Make him lose in, in, in 40 seconds if you give him three F5s. At least make, it not, make him not look weak. The bell rings and eight seconds later we have a new WWE champion. Is that what we're doing? Is this... Big Daddy Cool Diesel versus Bob Backlund in 1994? Is that what this is? Because I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on around here. I've never been more disgusted than what I saw last night. It literally made me sick. 
It literally made me sick. It's a damn shame what they did to Kofi Kingston last night. And I don't think Kofi Kingston will ever recover from it because he got destroyed in front of a worldwide television audience. And like I said, I can't stress it enough. I'm going to repeat it as many times as I, don't, as I want to repeat it. This is my show. I can say whatever I want to say as many times as I want to say it. Last night, the casual fan who's never watched wrestling was watching. And they saw this guy by Kofi King by the name of Kofi Kingston get beat down in five, seven, eight seconds, and it makes him look weak. And to that casual fan, Kofi will never recover. And it's a shame. It's a shame. And it pisses me off. Vince is smarter than this. I don't understand. Why you would do something like that to that man. It's not just business. That is personal to me. That is personal. Because it could have been done so much better. One minute. Two minutes. I don't care. I understand Brock has to be put over and be put over big to set up for this Cain Velasquez feud. No problem. But eight seconds? Eight seconds? That's classless. It's egregious and it's disgusting. And any fan, whether you like Kofi Kingston or not, whether you felt like the momentum of Kofi mania had gone away or not, which I admit it's starting to go away. I heard the crowd. I heard the reaction. No problem. People have booed Stone Cold before. People have booed Hogan before. People have booed The Rock before. Evs and flows. We know how these things go. But not in eight seconds. Have some more respect for that man than to have him go down in eight seconds. It's one of the most sickening displays I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Surprised they didn't have him go down in five seconds and break the Rock's record with Eric Rowan back at WrestleMania 32. Why not take it a step further than that? But it's bad enough he lost in eight seconds on national television for the entire world to see. And now a person, a Joe Schmo, who's not going to watch wrestling again and probably until WrestleMania is going to remember Kofi Kingston's the guy who got his butt kicked by Brock Lesnar in eight seconds. Instead of remembering him for being the WWE champion, much deserved and 11 years of unbelievable and faithful service to the WWE. Vince McMahon, you should be ashamed of yourself. Or whoever the decision makers over there should be ashamed of themselves. And we all know that Vince has the final say. So as much as I want to throw Bruce Pritchard under, under the bus, who I have respect for. As much as I want to throw Heyman and Bischoff under the bus, who I have respect for. Vince McMahon has the final say. And Vince McMahon should know better. But I guess not. I guess we can't expect Vince McMahon to do the right thing. Because we got to make sure Brock Lesnar looked invincible on national television. Even though he could have made him look invincible by giving Kofi 30 seconds. But instead he gives him 8 seconds. Kofi can't kick out of 1F5 when Roman Reigns kicked out of 6 or 7? Really? Really? Seth Rollins, the whole... Seth Rollins had uh, squash matches with Brock... But, I, I mean... If you want to be technical, Seth squashed Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. After he got the low blow in, Brock beat him up before the bell. When the bell rang before, when the match was over, it was a two-minute match. 
Never have I seen somebody be disrespected like Kofi Kingston was last night. Hey, look, man. It's just one humble man's opinion. Maybe I'm all alone. Maybe I'm not. And who knows if Vince or Triple H or any of the powers that be at WWE will ever hear this breakdown, this analysis that I'm giving you guys right now. But I hope they do. And if they don't hear mine, I hope they hear someone else who's just as passionate as me because they need to understand this is unacceptable. Vince McMahon, WWE, this is why you're losing fans. I'm, I'm just going to call it out. This is why AEW Dynamite's going to continue doing well. This is why AEW is doing well, period. This is why Ring of Honor continues to flourish and impact. WWE has the capability to squash all of its competition, at least right now, October 5th, 2019. But they won't because fans are craving something different. And last night was another prime example of how we need something different. Kofi Kingston, I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but God bless you, man. You deserve better. I'm thankful you got your WWE championship. I'm thankful that you had your opportunity to be the man in the WWE long overdue. Um, will you ever be champion again? I don't know, but I will always remember with a smile your championship reign. Uh, it's just a shame that um, that it ended like that. It it it, it could have been it could have ended, but it it could have ended better than what it did. So um, I'm done. I'm done. Um, it was a disgrace. It was a complete disgrace. And WWE Vince McMahon, whoever makes the decisions over there, which is Vince McMahon and whoever else, quite frankly, you should be ashamed of yourselves and. I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm just really. Um, it's a sad day for this lifelong wrestling fan. I thought WWE had turned the corner. I thought they understood what was right. and What, what is quote unquote best for business. I thought they understood. But eight seconds for a loyal. Tremendous talent like Kofi. It's wrong. It's just wrong. So that that's how I leave this show. Um. Whoever's listening, thank you for listening. I just, uh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. But um, we'll be back next month or probably in a couple weeks with another episode. Shout out to RJ of Ringside Ranch. Shout out to Conrad of Everything Pro Wrestling. Cassidy of um, Bodyslam.net. Uh, so many other friends and, and brothers I have in the wrestling industry. Um Shout out to Fight TV, Joel, Ivan, um, Ring of Honor, CJ, excuse me, Ring of Honor uh, uh, staff over there, uh, Bellator, CJ, uh, you know, Dan, shout out to you guys. Um, that's it. I'm done. Haskraya for all your web development and web platform needs. Um, we'll talk to you next time. I have nothing else. I'll talk to you guys later. God bless. Peace. You have been listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, which is an original production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is an independently owned company. The opinions and ideas of its host and studio guest are theirs and theirs alone, 
as Hubbard Wrestling Weekly is not associated with any professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, or boxing organization. Hubbard Wrestling Weekly, the very best in professional wrestling and combat sports.